Welcome to Zikhu Dafsim Mani Mem Rabbi Ram Goldar and Dear Masekas Kedushin Daf Mem Zayin. The second parak Ish Mekadesh. The Zikhu Masekas Kedushin program has been generously sponsored as a schutz for Chazakas Torah. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, Rav says that Kedushin made with the loan is in effect because Milvul Hotz Hanidna, a loan is given to be spent, and the money was the woman's beforehand. The Gemara quotes Malchokas and I'm about being Mekadesh with a loan suggests that they argue about Rav's ruling. This is disproven, however, because the Brisa concludes that everyone agrees that paying with a loan can affect a sale transaction, and forgiving a loan should be equally ineffective for a sale. Rather, Rav Huna explained that Brisa is discussing one who says, Be married to me with a mana, 100 dinar, and the coins were found to be missing one dinar. The Tanakama holds it's embarrassing for her to demand the final dinar from him, and she's not confident she'll receive it, so her agreement to Kedushin is deficient. The other Tana maintains she's not embarrassed to demand it. Regarding a sale, however, all agree that the seller is comfortable demanding his full payment. Although Rebbe Lezer taught that the Kedushin is valid if only gave her a dinar, that's because she's not embarrassed to demand 99 dinar, since that is a substantial amount. Point number two, another Melchokas Tanam is quoted about marrying with a loan, and Rabba reported that scholars in the basement just explained, the argument about loan which has not been spent is in the domain of the lender regarding retraction, as well as responsibility for mishaps. The Tanakama holds it's the borrowers immediately, even before any spending, and therefore it cannot affect Kedushin. The second time Rabbi Shimbun Lezer holds that although Rav taught that loan money belongs to the borrower, that's only after he begins to spend it. Before any money was spent, however, the lender retains ownership of the money such that he can retract the loan and demand it back. Similarly, if the money is lost or stolen, the lender would suffer the loss. Rabbi disputed this last point and said that even if the money belongs to the lender, the borrower is still responsible for any loss, just as someone who borrows an item to use in return is responsible for all mishaps. The more notes that regarding one who borrows an item, for example a hatchet, everyone can agree that the lender can retract before the borrower has used it. And point number three was taught in the brain that one who is Makadish with a star chov, a document of debt, Rabbi Meir says it's effective, and the Chum say it's not. The more initially suggests it's a star of her debt, and they argue about Kedushim made through forgiving her loan. The Gemara then says that the star is for someone else's debt, and he's marrying her by enabling her to collect that debt. Four explanations are given for the Malchokas. Number one, they argue if osios niknos b'mesira, letters, meaning a debt recorded in a star, can be acquired by merely handing over the star. The Chami holds she does not acquire the debt until he additionally writes her a star, transferring the debt. Number two, everyone agrees he must write a star, but argue if he must write the words, kanilaku v'koshibude, the star, and all its obligations are acquired to you. Number three, they argue if the lender can forgive the debt after transferring it to someone else. If he can, she lacks confidence she'll receive the funds. And number four, everyone agrees he can forgive the debt and argue if she trusts him not to do so. So once again, the three points are number one. Rav says that Kedushin made with a loan is ineffective because Milva Lahotzat Nitna, a loan is given to be spent and the money was the woman's beforehand. The Gemara quotes Malchokas and I'm about being Makadish with a loan suggests that they argue about Rav's ruling. This is disproven, however, because the Brisa concludes that everyone agrees that paying with a loan can affect a sale transaction and forgiving a loan should be equally ineffective for a sale. Rather, Rav Huna explained that Brisa is discussing one who says, Be married to me with a mana, 100 dinar, and the coins were found to be missing one dinar. The Tanakama holds it's embarrassing for her to demand the final dinar from him, and she's not confident she'll receive it, so her agreement to Kedushin is deficient. The other Tana maintains she's not embarrassed to demand it. Regarding a sale, however, all agree that the seller is comfortable demanding his full payment. Although Rebbe Lezer taught that the Kedushin is valid if only gave her a dinner, that's because she's not embarrassed to demand 99 dinar, since that is a substantial amount. Point number two, another Malchokas Tanam is quoted about marrying with a loan, and Rabba reported 
that scholars in the basement should explain. The arguable loan which has not been spent is in the domain of the lender regarding retraction, as well as responsibility for mishaps. The Tanakama holds it's the borrowers immediately, even before any spending, and therefore it cannot affect Kedushin. The second Tanah Rabbi Shimon Ben-Elezer holds that although Rav taught that loan money belongs to the borrower, that's only after he begins to spend it. Before any money was spent, however, the lender retains ownership of the money such that he can retract the loan and demand it back. Similarly, if the money is lost or stolen, the lender would suffer the loss. Rabbi disputed this last point and said that even if the money belongs to the lender, the borrower is still responsible for any loss, just as someone who borrows an item to use in return is responsible for all mishaps. The more notes that regarding one who borrows an item, for example a hatchet, everyone can agree that the lender can retract before the borrower has used it. And point number three was taught in a brain that one who is Makadish with a star chov, a document of debt, Rabbi Mary says it's effective, and the Chum say it's not. The Gemara initially suggests it's a star of her debt, and they argue about Kedushin made through forgiving her loan. The Gemara then says that the star is for someone else's debt, and he's marrying her by enabling her to collect that debt. Four explanations are given for the Malchokas. Number one, they argue if osios niknos b'mesira, letters, meaning a debt recorded in a star, can be acquired by merely handing over the star. The Chami holds she does not acquire the debt until he additionally writes her a star, transferring the debt. Number two, everyone agrees he must write a star, but argue if he must write the words, the star and all its obligations are required to you. Number three, they argue if the lender can forgive the debt after transferring it to someone else. If he can, she lacks confidence she'll receive the funds. And number four, everyone agrees he can forgive the debt and argue if she trusts him not to do so. All right, so now we go to Simadaf Memzain, and her standard simon is a maze. A maze. So here goes. The young woman who ran into the diamond-studded maze when she was embarrassed to ask for the missing dinar from the man who was makadish with a mana and only had 99 dinarim, passed a desperate borrower looking for his loan money he lost there before any of it had been spent, and was approached by the man's lender who wanted to be makadisher with Shtarchov. Once again, slow motion. The young woman who ran into the diamond-studded maze, maze, that must have learned off. Mem Zion. The young woman who ran into the diamond-studded maze when she was embarrassed to ask for the missing dinar from the man who was makadosh for the mana and only had 99 dinarim, which reminds us, Rav Huna explained to Brisa as discussing one who says, be married to me with a mana, 100 dinarim, and the coins were found to be missing one dinar. The Tanakam holds it's embarrassing for the woman to demand the final dinar from him, and she's not confident she'll receive it, so her agreement to Kedushin is deficient. The other Tana maintains she's not embarrassed to demand it. Regarding a sale, however, all agree that the seller is comfortable demanding his full payment. So, the young woman who ran into the diamond-studded maze when she was embarrassed to ask for the missing dinar from the man who was makadosh with a mana and only had 99 dinarim, passed a desperate borrower looking for his loan money he lost there before any of it had been spent. Which reminds the more brings the Malchokas of an unspent loan belongs to the lender or borrower. Ruff taught that loan money belongs to the borrower, that is only after he begins to spend it. Before any of it was spent, however, the lender retains ownership of the money such that he can track the loan and demand it back. Similarly, if the money is lost or stolen, the lender would suffer the loss. Rabba disputed this last point and said that even if the money belongs to the lender, the borrower is still responsible for any loss, just as someone who borrows an item to use in return is responsible for all mishaps. So the young woman who ran into the diamond-studded maze when she was embarrassed to ask for the missing dinar from the man who was Makadashir with a mana and only had 99 dinarim, passed a desperate borrower looking for his loan money he lost there before any of it had been spent, and was approached by the man's lender who wanted to be Makadashir 
with the Shtar Chov, which reminds us, it was taught in Brisa that one who is Makadosh with the Shtar Chov, a document of debt, Rebbe says it's effective, and the Chomim say it's not. The Gemara initially suggests it's the Shtar of her debt, and they argue about Kedushin made through forgiving her loan. The Gemara then says that the Shtar is for someone else's debt, and he's marrying her by enabling her to collect that debt. Four explanations are given for the Machokas. So once again, the young woman who ran into the diamond-studded maze when she was embarrassed to ask for the missing dinar from the man who was makadosh with a mana and only had 99 dinarim passed a desperate borrower looking for his loan money he lost there before any of it had been spent and was approached by the man's lender who wanted to be makadosh with the shtarkov. All right, so now it's time for four blah back hazar. Daf Mem Gimel. So the Simmer Daf Mem Gimel is a magazine. So here goes. The man looking for shlichus opportunities in the shlichus magazine. Magazine? That must be more in Daf Mem Gimel. The man looking for Shlichus opportunities in the Shlichus magazine, who saw that the sender would be high for murder, but the Shlichus Chayef, if he sent to Yitrave, which reminds us, although the Gemara established that there is no Shlichus for Averos, Shammai Yazakin appears to disagree because he quotes Chagai Navi that one who instructs someone to murder is liable, as David was told regarding Uriah that you've killed Uriah with the sword of the Ammonim. Three interpretations are given for his opinion. He would agree, though, if someone instructed another to have forbidden relations or eat forbidden food, that the shliach is liable and not the sender, because we never find in the entire Torah a circumstance that one gets hana and the other is liable. So the man looking for shliach's opportunities in the shliach's magazine, who saw that the sender would be chayef for murder, but the shliach is chayef if he sent to eat trave, got so engrossed in reading about the shliach who became an aid, which reminds us, Rav says, shliach nasa aid, a shliach for a transaction can also be an aid to that transaction. Transaction. But the Academy of Rabbi Shiva said that he cannot. Rav holds that it strengthens the testimony of the matter where the witness is the Shaliyah himself. The Academy of Rabbi Shiva holds that since Shluch Kamoso, a Shaliyah of a person is like himself, the Shaliyah is therefore like himself and cannot bear testimony. In another version, these opinions are reversed. So the man looking for Shaliyah's opportunities in the Shaliyah's magazine, who saw that the sender would be Chayef for murder, but the Shaliyah is Chayef if he sent to Yitrave, got so engrossed in reading about the Shaliyah who became an aide that he didn't hear his Nara daughter ask him if she was allowed to accept. Her own condition, which reminds us, Rachel Akish says that the same Malchokas regarding whether Anara can accept her get applies to whether Anara can accept their own condition in addition to her father. Rabbi Yochanan says the Malchokas only concerns divorce, but for condition, I'll agree her father can accept condition, but she cannot. The court explains that whereas divorce brings her back into the father's domain, and either he or his daughter can accept the get, marriage which removes her from her father's domain, the father has exclusive control of the process. Daf Mem Dalad, so the simple Daf Mem Dalad is mud. So here goes. The inconsiderate Yavam who trapped his Yavama in mud. Mud? That must be more enough. Memdalad. The inconsiderate Yavam who trapped his Yavama in mud to perform Mimer against her will, which reminds us the more brings Malchokas about Mimer without the Yavama's consent. Rebbe says he acquires her as he derives the laws of Mimer from those of relations with Yibum. Just as relations of Yavama are effective as Yibum, even when performed against her will, so too here Mimer is effective even against her will. The Chavim say he does not acquire as they derive Mimer's laws from ordinary Kedushin. Just as Kedushin must be with her consent to be effective, so to hear Mimer must be with her consent to be effective. So the inconsiderate Yavam who trapped his Yavam in mud to perform Mimer against her will was knocked over by Na'ar running to see if she could appoint a Shaliyach to accept her get, which reminds us the more discussed the question if Na'ar can appoint a Shaliyach to accept her get and explains that she's definitely considered like her father's hand and not as Chatzar. And the question is, is she as strong as her father's hand, such that she can also appoint a shliach or not? Of Nachman answers, she cannot appoint a shliach. So the inconsiderate Yavam, who trapped his Yavam in mud to perform Mimer against her will, was knocked over by Anar, running to see if she could appoint a shliach to accept her get. While she was on the phone reprimanding her little sister for getting engaged 
without Tati's consent, which reminds us, the Gemara asks whether a Katanu accepted Kedushin on her own require a get immune before she can remarry. The Gemara explains why Shmuel holds she requires both. Daf Mem Hay, so the similar Daf Mem Hay is Monopoly. So here goes. When the little girl broke into her parents and her fiancé died playing Monopoly, Monopoly, that must be on Daf Mem Hay, Monopoly. When the little girl broke into her parents and her fiancé died playing Monopoly, after she accepted Kedushin without her father's consent, making her fall to Yibum, which reminds us, Gamora continues discussing a Katana who accepted Kedushin without her father's knowledge. If her husband died and she fell to his brothers for Yibum, Rav says, if her brother performed Mimer, she must perform Mium to void his Mimer. But if he did not perform Mimer, she need not perform Mium to sever the Zikabon to the Yavam. He explains that if a Yavam did Mimer, she requires a Get, Chalitza, and Mium to remarry. So when the little girl broke into her parents and her fiancé died playing Monopoly after she accepted Kedush without her father's consent, making her fall to Yibum, during a celebratory feast gone sour when her father's relative secretly was Makadish another sister on the roof when she was meant to get engaged to the mother's relative, which reminds us an incident is related in which a man said he wanted his daughter to marry one of his relatives and his wife wanted her to marry one of her relatives. Eventually his wife compelled him to agree to her terms. They made a celebratory feast and while everyone was eating and drinking, a relative of his was secretly Makadish the girl without her father's knowledge. Two different reasons are given as to why the father did not agree to this marriage, either because he had committed to give his daughter to one of his wife's relatives, and a Jew doesn't speak falsehood, or that there's an assumption that a person will not bother to prepare a feast only to later ruin it. So when the little girl broke into her parents and her fiancé died playing Monopoly, after she accepted the condition without her father's consent, making her fall to Yibum, during a celebratory feast gone sour when her father's relative secretly was Makadish another sister on the roof when she was meant to get engaged to the mother's relative, a third sister who had Nisun with the cone while the father had been away realized it may not be the best time to break the news. Which reminds us, the Gemara discusses a Katana who accepted Kedushin with her father's knowledge, and her father went away to a foreign country, and she went and had Nesuin with her husband in her father's absence. There's a Malchokas whether she made Truma. Daf Mem Vav, so the similar Daf Mem Vav is a cow that goes moo. So here goes. The sad cowboy schlepping a cow, cow, that must be more Daf Mem Vav. The sad cowboy schlepping a cow who got rejected by the Katana after she had accepted the Kedushin without her father's knowledge, which reminds us it was stated in the Gemara that in a case where Katana accepted Kedushin without her father's knowledge, Rav said that either she or her father can prevent the Kedushin by objecting to it. Ravasi said that only the father can object. Ravasi challenged Mabraisa about a mafata seducer, which derives that the girl can also object to marrying him. So the sad cowboy schlepping a cow who got rejected by the katana after she had accepted the kedushin without her father's knowledge and then failed to successfully makadish woman with dates because she ate them as she received them, which reminds us the next mention states that one who says he's gajli but zu become married to me with this date then says become married to me with the second one. They're separate acts of a kedushin and one of the dates must have a purchase value to affect kedushin. But if he said become married to me bazu 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 with this one and this one and this one, it's a single act and they can combine to. Approaches value. The mission concludes that if she ate the dates as she received them, they do not combine to approach value. So the sad cowboy schlepping a cow who got rejected by the katana after she had accepted the kedushin without her father's knowledge and then failed to successfully make woman with dates because she ate them as she received them ended up giving kedushin money to a sister which she could keep because he was really just giving her a gift. Which reminds us, regarding one is Mekadosh's sister, which is not effective, Rav says, Maus Chosrim, the money must be returned to him. Shmuel says, Maus Matana, the money is a gift. Rav explains that every man knows that Kedushin is not effective with the sister, and therefore he must have decided to give her to her as a deposit to be returned. He didn't tell her as much because he thought she would not agree to accept the deposit. Shmuel explains that since he knew Kedushin is ineffective, he intended it as a gift, and he didn't tell her so because he thought she would be embarrassed 
to accept a gift. All right, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff do you discuss if a woman is embarrassed to demand the final dinner of mana that was given to her as Kedushin? That's on Duff. Mamzine. Good number two. Which stuff to discuss a Katan who accepted Kedushin contrary to her father's commitment that she get married to the wife's relative? That's on Duff. Mamhei. Good number three. Which stuff do you discuss combining multiple dates for Kedushin and where the woman eats them as she receives them? That's on Duff. Mamvav. Good number four. Which stuff do you discuss if an unspent loan belongs to the lender or borrower? That's on Duff. Mamzine. Good number five. Which stuff do you discuss the status of money given to marry one's sister, whether the money must be returned or the money is considered a gift? That's on Duff. Mamvav. Good number six. Which stuff do you discuss a case of a katana married with her father's knowledge but had an asuan while he was away? That's on Duff. Memhei. Good number seven. Which stuff do you discuss if a katana can reject Kedushin she accepted without her father's knowledge? That's on Duff. Memvav. Good number eight. Which stuff do you discuss about Kedushin with the Shtar Chov? That's on Duff. Memzai. Good number nine. Which stuff do you learn that Rav Nachman says that a Nara cannot make someone a Shaliach to accept her get? That's on Duff. Memdod. Good. Number ten. Which stuff do you learn that Goy is ineligible to be a Shaliach since he's not a Ben Bris? That's on Duff. Manvav. Excellent. That concludes today's shir. This is everybody. Rumgold from Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.